Poso maoni work, wai wainan kitana ni mua e yoski pietaya posnotaman e yum MITW podcast. A yospis pietaya posnapi notaman and e hisikimaka e yoso matnamineho kihi. Welcome to the Mammon Indian Tribe of Wisconsin podcast. We are your hosts, Gary Dodge. And Sheena Wapus. On this episode, we are joined by Vaughn Bowles, Public Information Officer for the Menominee Indian Tribe of Wisconsin. I would like to remind everyone that we request you send in your COVID-19 related questions to us at podcast at MITW.org. Welcome, Vaughn. Hi, guys. Um, so, Vaughn, we got a lot of questions around the vaccine, as usual. Uh, totally understandable. Uh, our first question is, if you don't have a reaction to the vaccine, is it still effective? I'm going to go with the easy yes right now. And, and here's why. Just because you don't notice um, any or experience any symptoms doesn't mean that you're not generating an immune response or developing any antibodies. So yes, even if you don't feel fever or nauseous or anything like that, that's a good thing. Mm-hmm. Um, that's how the vaccine is supposed to work. Um, so yes, you are still uh, generating antibodies and having the proper response, even when you don't have any side effects. Okay. Um, will you have a more severe reaction after the second dose of the vaccine? It's typical for people to have a more severe reaction after a second dose. Uh, you can think of the first dose kind of as a primer for your immune system and a second dose kind of like a trial run. So you may experience slightly more symptoms and that's just your body prepping for, you know, being exposed to the virus out in the wild. So yes, it is very common for the, the second vaccine or the second dose of the vaccine to um, elicit a greater response than the first one. Um. So we got some questions about the Johnson and Johnson vaccine. Um, is it less effective than the others like Moderna or Pfizer? I'm going to answer this with a probably. And here's why. When Johnson and Johnson came out with their report, they reported that it's approximately 66% effective against COVID-19. That is lower than what Moderna and Pfizer were claiming. That said, um, they were tested under different conditions. Um, they have different mechanisms of action. Um, and there are different strains out there. So one one vaccine might respond differently or, you know, improved um, to some of the new strains out there compared to another one. So um, it's different. It is still effective. Uh, a lot of the scientists out there are still really pleased with the Johnson & Johnson um, effectiveness rate, which they should be. Um, but yes, they are they are different uh, than the Moderna and Pfizer ones out there. Will that be available from the clinic to tribal members at some point, or is it just we're kind of stuck with one company? You know, if if the state switches us over and starts providing more of the Johnson and Johnson vaccine, we'll obviously use that one. Um, right now, they just have us on the Moderna one. They haven't indicated that they're going to change, so we'll use that one until further notice. Okay, can you switch between different types of vaccines? So can you get one dose of 
um, Moderna and the second dose from Pfizer or something like that. It's not recommended to, to mix and match your vaccines at all. And, and part of the reason for that is, um, you know, Johnson & Johnson and Moderna used very different mechanisms of, of action and operation for their vaccines. Um, and so you'd have kind of an incomplete response if you mixed them. You, you, we don't recommend you do that at all. Okay. Um, <clears throat> so who should people contact if they believe they're eligible for the vaccine as a part of the vaccine distribution plan that um, we've been putting out, um, but they haven't been contacted or scheduled yet? So the incident command and the clinic are working on contacting all of the department heads to notify um, tribal employees when they're eligible for the vaccines. Uh, additionally, if you know people want to be proactive, they can call the clinic uh, and uh, they can let them know their intent to be vaccinated. That doesn't necessarily change what phase they'll be vaccinated, um, but it does allow the clinic to contact them quicker because they'll have um, you know an active and working phone number for them when their phase does come up. Okay, so when it's uh, your department's turn to get the COVID vaccine, do you have to call to sign up or will you already be on a list? You don't have to call in. Um, incident Command and the clinic are coordinating right now with all of the department heads and supervisors uh, to put together those uh, those lists. So no, they don't have to, um, and they'll be notified when they're eligible. Okay. Do we have uh, any more information about the long-term effects of COVID? So the CDC right now is working on setting up their multi-year studies for long-term effects. Um, Anecdotally, there are some already. Um, I know my wife's friend uh, who got COVID way back, and I think it was like last April or May, still is experiencing some symptoms from it. Um, and the CDC is starting to confirm that, you know, people may uh, experience symptoms of fatigue and shortness of breath, um, coughs, joint pain and chest pain. Uh, there are also some more serious complications that are, are less frequent, but um, you could also experience um, what are called palpations, or it's when your heart beats really fast or feels like it's pounding in your chest. Um, some people have experienced what's known as a brain fog, and this is really classified as like difficulty thinking and concentrating. Um, others note symptoms of depression, muscle pain, um, headache. Some people have intermittent fevers. Um, and these are all things that you know are, are being looked into extensively. It, it has to do with how COVID-19 really affects multiple organ systems in the body. Um, and because, you know, the science can only move as fast as, as we're working on it right now, we don't know the extent of, you know, long-term damage or, um, you know, short-term damage to other organisms other than the respiratory system. So they're, they're looking into that. Um, there are things that, that might be with people for a long time. So, um, because of those long-term symptoms, it is beneficial for people to, you know, stay as healthy as possible and get vaccinated when they can so they don't have any sort of long-term effects that might be unforeseen at this point. Okay, so are you more at risk for long-term effects if you have a more severe case or can mild cases cause long-term effects as well? You know, it's likely that the more severe cases cause long-term symptoms. That's part of the, of the studies they're conducting now. Um, and so they're really going to try to confirm whether or not the severity of your case um, dictates, you know, long-term symptoms and outcomes. Okay, so if you have a winter face mask or a scarf, do you still need to wear a regular face mask underneath? 
Unfortunately, yes, you'll you'll still need a mask, and and the reason for that is typically, you know, the weave on scarves and face masks aren't tight enough to block respiratory droplets like an N95 would, um, and so even if you are using a scarf, um, face masks are still recommended. Recommended. Okay. Um. Are we going to get a $1,400 stimulus check? That's a great question. The political ones are always just up in the air. Um, there have been proposals for a third stimulus check, uh, but there haven't been any defined parameters or limits um, yet on what those would be. Uh, also, it looks like they haven't drafted any legislation on it yet. So um, estimates are if they do approve it, uh, the earliest it would come out would be like mid-March. Okay, and then is there an update on the Starlink program? Uh, no new updates on, on Starlink right now. We're kind of in a holding pattern with them, and uh, we're just waiting to hear back from SpaceX. Okay, um, is there anything else you'd like to add? You know, we uh, we have really uh, done a great job in, in keeping uh, the the new the number of new cases of COVID down in the community, and so really like to thank everyone for their efforts um, in, you know, taking the situation seriously and taking precautions. So thank you. We're, we're doing better than we have since, um, since last year, early last year. I mean, it's, it's really been great to see the decline taking place. So thanks everyone. Why Wannon for listening to the Menominee Indian Tribe of Wisconsin podcast. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. You can also listen to the podcast on menominee-nsn.gov under the Community tab. Keep up to date by following us on Facebook at MITW Podcast. We do weekly updates with Vaughn and welcome any community questions you have regarding COVID-19. Please send them in to us via email at podcast at mitw.org.